This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Well, before he told all of us to never get up, give up, Jim Valvano is also a pretty darn good basketball coach. This is SB Wednesday, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. Aaron Goldhammer, Michelle Smallman with you. V.org slash donate for you to support the V Foundation for Cancer Research. V.org slash donate. Derek Wittenberg starred on the 1983 NC State Wolfpack. Jimmy V was looking to hug him, couldn't find him. And he joins us now on ESPN Radio. And Derek, let's start with this. What was it about Coach Valvano that convinced you that going to NC State was a good idea? Well, well, first of all, what's ironic about this uh, milestone and celebration, we're celebrating 40 years of the 1983 championship and 30 years of the V Foundation all in one. So it's a very special milestone uh, the way I look at it, my team, uh, Wolfpack Nation, and the world in terms of what Jim's impact in the foundation has done for cancer uh, research and awareness. And uh, actually, Jim did not recruit me at NC State. I was recruited by Norm Sloan in my freshman year, and Norm Sloan left, and Jim Valvano came in uh, in my sophomore year. I'd actually met Jim the year prior to when I was in high school. And uh, when Jim was the coach at Iona, uh, when he introduced himself, I thought he said he owned a college, but he really meant Iona College. Uh, so uh, Jim and I go, him and Jim and I go real way back. And when he came uh, to NC State, he offered us uh, an invite to his office anytime to, to discuss anything. And if you don't want to talk about basketball, we don't. And I took him up on it, and we we built a very powerful relationship for thirty years. Well, Derek, we all know how that 1983 season ended, but in reading about that team, I actually found it interesting the way it started. I saw a story where Coach Valvano started the year with the ceremony cutting down the nets and wanted you guys to visualize something that could be possible. Can you take us through what that was like and how he motivated you to believe that at the end of this thing you guys could be champions? Well, Jim always talked about a vision is a dream, what a plan, and everything's possible. And he, he, he got that uh, that idea and that tradition from the late um, uh, coach, uh, Everett Case, uh, that, was, uh, that came from Indiana, who really brought basketball down to the South in the, in the early 50s, mid-50s, and 60s. And he was a great coach, and he brought that tradition from Indiana. Well, well. Coach Valvano, obviously very astute in learning the history of NC State, adopted that. So he wanted us to visualize that moment that, that put it in our heads thinking that we can win the national championship. So we practiced cutting down the nets, which we, at first you thought it was a little little kooky, right? <laughs> we out there practicing, got the music, and pretending we won and cutting down all the nets and everything. 
and then it became fun. And then we started to believe that oh, well, all this is possible. And so, but Jim really, uh, in terms of his leadership, his vision and his passion for what he wanted to do, he instilled that in us and made us believe. And, and your team had several times in the tournament where you had to overcome some deficits. Did you ever reach back to that moment at the beginning and, and say, we've already visualized that we can do this? Did, did that notion of it's possible carry you through? Well, I think when you're in the moment, and, and basketball is such a, a reaction game and not a thinking game, and once you get on a roll, we went on a, a basically a 10-game winning streak. You got to remember that year I got hurt and almost was not going to finish the season. I came back late and the team had gone through some ups and downs. And then they miraculously, you know, turned it around and I was came back on the team. And then we went on this run starting at home against Wake Forest and then winning nine games straight between the ACC tournament and then six games. In the, but once you go through it, and you win these games, Lester, you just become numb with belief, right? We believed in our coach. We knew what the game was, and we just figured that somehow we're going to win this game. We don't know how, but we're going to win this game. But we're just going to follow his instructions, execute the game plan, and play the game freely, and we did. Derek, what's your story behind Coach Valvano running around looking for someone to hug after Lorenzo Charles throws the ball in the basket? Well, people don't know. It started from the ACC tournament. And I had came back, and uh, I broke my foot, and I came back from the game. And as my senior year last game. So when we went to the ACC tournament, I don't know why I did it. I have no idea why I did it. We won the first game and uh, against Wake Forest close game, and I ran over and picked him up and hugged him and said, we want another one for you. Then in the next game, we come back and beat North Carolina in overtime and and beating the great Michael Jordan and Dean Smith's team. I came back, I did it again. So I did it for nine straight games. I had no idea why I did it, but I wanted to show some affection. I have no idea. still don't know why I did it. But it was just how I felt about him it was just not just a coach and player relationship. It was bigger than that. And I just want to show appreciation for being back, right? I never thought I was going to play. I believed in him. And I'll tell you a little short story. It's going to be in my book. I'll tell you the story. When I got hurt in that senior year, um, it, the team was devastated. We had 27 points at half. We'd never beaten Virginia. We, all, we, we up in the first half. I came on second half and hurt my foot. At the end of the game, the doctors tell me uh, it's a broken foot. He's going to be out 68 weeks. And Valvano just goes out and discuss. He hits the door mad, wants to talk to the team. He comes back after the shower, and he says to me, he says, don't you worry. You're going to come back like Willis Reed with the next in the seventh game, and we're going to come back and win it. That's a true story. And I said, you're right, Coach. Little did he know. That at DeMatha High School, I heard that I had the same injury on the other foot. So I knew how long it would take. And that usually a fifth metal tossing break takes you anywhere from six to eight weeks. I did it in three to four weeks, twice. Wow. And uh, I was determined to come back. 
and I came back with an eighty percent heel foot, and I tolerated some pain, uh, some pain, and I decided that I was going to finish my senior year. Derek, you also served as a producer of the Thirty for Thirty, one of the best ones, Survive in Advance. Which, if you have not seen, you got to go on ESPN Plus and check it out. Great to learn a little bit more about Coach Valvano, the person, before we honor him by donating and supporting the foundation tonight. Appreciate the time. Derek Wittenberg, the captain of the NC State 1983 National Championship team. Start your ESPYs night with SC Featured, 7 o'clock on ESPN. SC Featured, the speech shares the details of Jim Valvano's life that became encapsulated in one of the most incredible moments of determination, delivering a message to the world to launch a foundation that continues working to achieve his final dream, find a cure for cancer, then join us. The ESPYs are at 8 o'clock on ABC, the words of the great Jim Valvano. I can't tell you what an honor it is to even be mentioned the same breath with an author, Ash. Um, this is something I certainly will, will treasure forever. But as, as uh, was said on the tape, I, and also I don't have one of those things going with the cue cards, so I'm going to speak longer than anybody else has spoken tonight. That, that's the way it goes. Time, time is very precious to me. I don't know how much I have left and I have some things that I would like to say. Hopefully, at the end, I'll have something that will be uh, important to, uh, to other people, too. But I can't help it. Now, when I'm fighting cancer, everybody knows that. Uh, and people ask me all the time about how you, you go through your life and how's your day. And nothing has changed for me. As Dick said, I'm a very emotional, passionate man. I can't help it. That's being the son of Rocco and Angelina Valvano. That just comes with the territory, right? We hug, we kiss, we love. And, and when people say to me, how do you get through uh, life or, or each day? It's the same thing. To me, there are three things we all should do every day. If we do this every day of our life, you're going to have, what a wonderful, number one is laugh. You should laugh every day. Number two is think. You should spend some time in thought. And number three is you should have your emotions moved to tears. Could be happiness or joy. But think about it. If you laugh, you think, and you cry, that's a full day. That's a heck of a day. You do that seven days a week, you're going to have something special. And so I can't help. I rode on the plane up today with Mike Krzyzewski, my my good friend and a wonderful coach where people don't realize he's a 10 times better person than he is a coach. And we know he's a great coach. He's meant a lot to me in these last five or six months of my battle. But when I look at Mike, I think we competed against each other as players. I coached against him for 15 years. And I always have to think about what's important in life is to think to me of three things, where you started, where you are, and where you're going to be. Those are the three things that I try and do every day. And you know, when I think about getting up and giving a speech, I can't help it. I have to remember the first speech I ever gave. I was coaching at Rutgers University. That was my first job. All I, oh, that's a, wonderful. And I was the freshman coach. That's when freshmen played on freshman teams. And I was so fired up about my first job. I see Lou Holtz, Coach Holtz here. What was it like the first job you had, right? The very first time you stood in the locker room to give a pep talk. That's a special place, the locker room for a coach to give a talk. So my idol as a coach was Vince Lombardi. And I read this book called Commitment to Excellence 
by Vince Lombardi. And in the book, Lombardi talked about the first time he spoke before his Green Bay Packer team in the locker room. They were perennial losers. And I'm reading this, and Lombardi said he was thinking, should it be a long talk, a short talk? But he wanted to be emotional. He said be brief. And this is what he did. He, he, normally, you get in a locker room, I don't know, 25 minutes, a half hour before the team takes the field. You do your little X and O's, and then you give the great Newt Rockney talk. We all do. Speech number 84. You pull them right out. You get, you get ready. Get your squad ready. Well, this is the first one I ever gave. And I read this thing, Lombardi. What he said was he didn't go in. He waited. His team was wondering, where is he? Where is this great coach? He's not there. Ten minutes. He's still not there. Three minutes before they have to take the field, Lombardi comes in, bangs the door open, and I think you all remember what great presence he had, right? Great presence. And he walked in, and he just walked back and forth like this, just walk, staring at the players. And he said, all eyes on me. And I'm reading this in this book, and I'm getting a picture of this Lombardi before the, his first game. And he said, gentlemen, we will be successful this year. You can focus on three things and three things only. Your family, your religion, and the Green Bay Packers. And, he, and the rest of it, they knocked the walls down. The rest was history. I said, that's beautiful. I'm going to do that. Your family, your religion, and Rutgers basketball. That's it. I had it. I'm, listen, I'm 21 years old. The kids I'm coaching are 19. All right? And, I, and I'm going to be the greatest coach in the world, the next Lombardi. And I'm, ready, and I'm practicing out in a, right, right, right beside the locker room. The, the manager's telling me, you got to go in. Not yet, not yet. Family, religion. Rutgers basketball. All eyes on me. I got it, I got it. And now finally he said, three minutes. I said, fine. True story. I go to knock the doors open, just like the body. Boom! It didn't open. <laughs> I almost broke my arm. I was like, you know, it was one that didn't open. Now I'm down, the players are looking. You know, coach, get it, you know, help the coach up. Help him up. You know? And now I did like Lombardi. I walked back and forth. Right? And I was going like that with my arm, get the feeling back in it. And finally I said, gentlemen, all eyes on me. And these kids wanted to play. They're 19. Let's go. I said, gentlemen, we'll be successful this year if you can focus on three things and three things only. They said, yeah. They said, your family, your religion, and the Green Bay Packers, I told them. <laughs> I did that. I remember that. <laughs> I remember. I remember where I came from. It's so important to know where you are. And I know where I am right now. How do you go from where you are to where you want to be? And I think it, 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 you have to have an enthusiasm for life. You have to have a dream, a goal, and you have to be willing to work for it. I talked about my family. My family is so important. People think I have courage. The courage of my family is my wife, Pam, my three daughters here, Nicole, Jamie, Leanne, my mom, who is right here, too. And... and And that screen is flashing up there 30 seconds like I care about that screen right now, huh? <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got tumors all over my body. I'm worried about some guy in the back going 30 seconds, huh? You got a lot. Hey, phenomenal, buddy. Yeah, you got a lot. <laughs> all right, get this. Hey, get this. Hey, nuts. I, got, I just got one last thing. I urge all of you all of you, to enjoy your life, the precious moments you have, to spend each day with some laughter and some thought, to get your emotions going, to be enthusiastic every day. And Ralph Waldo Emerson said, nothing great can be accomplished without enthusiasm, to keep your dreams alive in spite of problems, whatever you have. 
to be able to work hard for your dreams to, become, to come true, become a reality. Now I, I look at where I, I am now and I know what I want to do. What I would like to be able to do is to spend whatever time I have left and to give in maybe some hope to others. All right, Arthur Ashe Foundation is a wonderful thing. And, and AIDS, the, the, the amount of money pouring in for AIDS is not enough, but it is significant. But if I told you it's 10 times the amount that goes in for cancer research, I also tell you that 500,000 people will die this year of cancer. And I also tell you that one in every four will be afflicted with this disease. And yet, for somehow, we seem to have put it in a little bit of the background. I want to bring it back on the front table. We need your help. I need your help. We need money for research. It may not save my life. It may save my children's lives. It may save someone you love. And it's very important. And ESPN has been so kind to support me in this endeavor and allow me to announce tonight that with ESPN's support, which means what? Their, 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 their money and their dollars and their help in me, we are starting the Jim, Jimmy V Foundation for Cancer Research. And its, and its motto is, don't give up, don't ever give up. And that's what I'm going to try to do. Every minute that I have left, I will thank God for the day and the moment I have. And if you see me, smile and maybe give me a hug, because that's important to me too. But try, if you can, to support, whether it's AIDS or the Cancer Foundation, so that, that someone else might survive, might prosper, and might actually be cured of this dreaded disease. I can't thank ESPN enough for allowing this to happen, and I'm going to work as hard as I can, you know, for cancer research, and hopefully we'll be, maybe we'll have some cures and some breakthroughs, and I'd like to think, I'm going to fight my brains out to be back here again next year for the Arthur Ashe recipient. I want to give it next year. I know I've got to go. I've, I've got to go, and I've got one last thing. I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. Cancer can take away all my physical abilities. It cannot touch my mind. It cannot touch my heart, and it cannot touch my soul. And those three things are going to carry on forever. I thank you, and God bless you all. drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors 
you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. and Carlin, the podcast. Well, what happens when a WWE superstar gets on a golf course? We're going to find out in just a second. But it is SB Wednesday, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. She's Michelle Smallman, v.org slash donate to support the V Foundation for Cancer Research. Michelle, I don't know about you, uh, but I have held up my end of the bargain. I went to v.org slash donate and I made my donation. I won, so I made a donation. Michelle is now obligated to donate double because she lost the trivia contest that we played a little bit earlier in the show. I wonder how many of the Cleveland questions our next guest can get. <laughs> Mike the Miz, WWE superstar, is the biggest Cleveland sports fan. I, he is such a big Cleveland sports fan. He's always here at big events. Every video, he did the Browns schedule release thing, and he joins us live playing golf at the American Century Celebrity Golf Championship. Miz, I'll start with this. Who is the most famous person that you have seen so far at the American Century Celebrity Golf Championship? I mean, I got to play with Charles Barkley last year, and I think he's the most famous golfer in the world uh, just because of, you know, when he had the yips. But now you look at him, and everybody's wondering, is he going to break the top 70 this year? And I think this might be the year where he does it because uh, his game is pretty sound. He looks good out there. The only problem is he gets tired. And when he gets tired, uh, that's when he starts playing poorly. But I guess he's lost a lot of weight. And uh, so I think he is he's determined, he is prepared, and he is ready. And I am ready for this thing. Like, this is one of the best events that I think is put on. American Century does a phenomenal job. NBC Sports does an incredible job with putting this whole event on. All the celebrities are prepared. They're ready. I think last year, Tony Romo won. This year, it could be me. You wonder what happens when you put a WWE superstar on a golf course. 300 yards, bombs down the fairway. That's what happens. Okay, Miss, so what was your preparation like to get you ready to hit those bombs in this golf championship, in this tournament? I've been, ever since last year, and now that I, like, I, this is my second year doing it. And last year, I didn't know what I was getting into. So I had an entire year to prep myself, to figure out my putting, my chipping, 
you know, the short game is where I really need to, to lock in and hone in. And I have done that. I am ready. I am well prepared and I am ready to go. I went last week to the Detroit rocket mortgage classic, got, got, uh, some advice from Colin Morikawa, Ricky Fowler, Keegan Bradley, and uh, and Sam Bennett, just to name a few. And yes, I will name drop all day, every day. So uh, I feel like I'm good to go. Uh, Miz, who talks the most trash out there? There's got to be some of these celebs think me. they're better than they are. Me, my <laughs> mouth doesn't stop moving. Are you kidding me? All I'm doing is talking trash. I Anytime I see Pat McAfee, I just start just howling at him and just talking nonstop and just ripping on him. And then Pat doesn't even know what to do. Well, apparently he's coming to work. I, I, I can't report anything, but there are some rumors. I mean, can, can you, what do you have to say to Pat directly? Pat, I'll say it to his face. Are you kidding me? I don't need to say it over, uh, you know, over, over radio, over TV, over any type of media, over podcast. I go to Pat McAfee directly and I, I jaw at him. I know what he did to me at WrestleMania and I still haven't forgot about it. So he might get a skull crushing finale on the 18th hole. Okay, we'll be tuned in to see if that happens. Ms. you said he you might go- not come to work at ESPN because oh. of what I do to him out here. How about that? You might take his eighty-five million, right? <laughs> Boom, Let's go. I'll take that and more, and his pride. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I think he's going need more than AJ Hawk to back him up. <laughs> go right, ahead, man. Michelle. I, well, I just wanted to know about the advice. You were telling us that Colin Marikawa, all these big-time golfers were giving you advice. Tell us some of the advice you were getting, or at least the best piece of advice so, that you got. So Ricky Fowler gave me advice in the stand and basically said he wanted to see no knuckles uh, on left-handed. He didn't want to see any knuckles on my right hand because it helps easily uh, get my wrist through the ball. And then uh, with Sam Bennett, he worked on my chipping Keegan Bradley uh, taught me how to read greens correctly. And uh, Colin Morikawa worked on my, my drive. He basically said I was all arms. And I thought that was a compliment. It was not. He said I need to have more hips involved in my swing. So I've been working on that. So I've been working on my entire game. The pros, there's a reason why they're the pros. And, uh, but this is, this, this is the one weekend where I get to feel like a pro. There's thousands of people that are in attendance. Uh, you know, kids are uh, getting autographs and pictures and families are out here smiling. And that's what it's all about. And not to mention 40% of the net proceeds go to charity. So you can't beat that. Mike, the Miz WWE superstar is with us live from the American century celebrity golf championship. All right. Let's say Miz that I was the sports God and I could grant you one wish. Either you win this tournament this weekend or the Browns win the Super Bowl. Which do you choose? Browns win the Super Bowl. Are you kidding me? (laughs) See, if I win, that's just me celebrating. If the Browns win, that's an entire city. I don't think you understand. With Cleveland, whenever our sports teams do well, the city thrives. And I love seeing Cleveland thrive because that city has made me who I am today. It's given me my work ethic. And so I always want to see that city, the sports teams do well. Well, then give us a scouting report. What do you feel about the Browns this season? How, how do you feel your chances I, are of getting that elusive Super Bowl? Look, every year I come into the season saying we're going to the Super Bowl. 
this is the this is the first year where I think people believe it could actually happen. We have the coach, we have a franchise quarterback, we have weapons on offense, we have weapons on defense. We we just need to put it together. We need to build camaraderie and chemistry. And to be honest with you, if it is not this year, then I don't know when this team could ever, you know, win a Super Bowl because we have all the things that are necessary to have a Super Bowl caliber team. Miz is with us. All right. Um, well, Michelle and I played trivia earlier in the show. I asked her Cleveland questions. She asked me St. Louis questions because we're raising money for the V Foundation. You know, Jim Valvano, the legendary basketball coach, gave the speech on ESPN 30 years ago, and the ESPYs are tonight. So I want to see, do you think you can sweep the Cleveland trivia questions? Uh, I might be able to. I probably could. I'm the Miz. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, let me ask you this. What slugger who would eventually play for the Indians, Homer to score the only run, not Cleveland out, Game 6 of the 95 World Series. 95 World Series? It's not Jim Tomey, is it? No, David Justice of the Braves. Uh, what Oscar-winning actress What Oscar-winning actress, Bond girl, grew up in Cleveland? Who is it? Halle Berry. There you go. Who was the leading scorer for the Cavs the year before they drafted Braun? LeBron? Oh, my God. Wow, we weren't that good that year. No, uh, 17 and 65. That, it probably, was it 15 years ago? No, 10 years ago. What am no, I saying? it was, it was forever like ago. Only yeah. 40. He's only 40. Uh, uh, right. Jeez, I, I, yeah, wrong, I, I, I... Wrong rim. His nickname was Wrong Rim. No, I got nothing. Wrong rim Ricky Davis. Wrong rim Ricky Davis. Yep. We've uh, never gotten that. I was going to go Craig Elo. <laughs> but that's way too. I'll go Sean Kemp. <laughs> uh, Miz, when are you teeing off? What, what's the what's the, the, the group here? Give it, give us the full breakdown. Do you know what your so tee time? They haven't really, we get our pairings today, I think, later on tonight. Um, and then, you know, Friday it all starts. You'll get to watch it on the Golf Channel. And then Saturday and Sunday we're on NBC and Peacock. Uh, you're not going to want to miss it. It's always entertaining. It's always fun. I've seen some of the guys here. You know, um, you know, you got Larry the Cable Guy, Miles Teller, uh, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. Baker Mayfield is here. Uh, you know, obviously you have the most musty WB superstar of all time, which is just going to put on a show, put on a clinic for these guys. Romo's back. Uh, probably to, to regain his title, but I, I'll have a couple words with him. Ms. you're such a celebrity and obviously a superstar in your own right. When's the last time you've been starstruck by somebody? And if so, who was it? Man, starstruck? Uh, I don't usually get real starstruck, to be honest with you. I know I seem like the type that would. Uh, you know you know who would, I'd be starstruck if I ever met? Uh, Def Leppard. If I ever met Def mm-hmm. Leppard, I'd probably get really starstruck because they were my favorite band in the back in the eighties. Uh, but all the stars like I've ever wanted to meet, you know, like in my childhood stars, um, I've kind of met already. Like I met Dan Marino. I've met Bernie Kosar. I've met <laughs> Jose Canseco. <laughs> um, you know, so these were all the, the, like my childhood, you know, people that I, I used to like love in sports. Miz, we'll be rooting for you this weekend, but it sounds like you don't even need our support. I mean, this is just in the bag. I don't need Stunt. luck. Yeah. Uh, you can give all your luck to, to Pat McAfee. He's going to need it if I see him on the course. 
All right. Tell him, by the way, is he going to golf? I'm going to throw him golf? the lake. Is he going to golf? Max the lake. You're not allowed to golf in a tank top. So tell him he's got to wear a full. You're not. I know. Like, like I know. Sleeve. He doesn't care. Put some sleeves on your shirt and respect the game a little bit. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, uh, go buy and go buy an actual real necklace. <laughs> Miz, great to catch up. Thanks for some time. Appreciate you. You too. Thanks, All guys. right, there, there he is, WWE superstar The Miz, talking golf smack as the American Century Golf Championship is at Tahoe this weekend. Coming up, our play of the night, Michelle and I go three and out. Canty and Carlin's on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money, the smell of wealth. Canty and Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. Canty and Carlin are presented by Progressive Insurance. It is SB Wednesday. If you'd like to donate to the V Foundation Cancer Research, we've been raising money all day. V.org slash donate. That's V.org slash donate. 100% of your donation goes directly to game-changing cancer research. I'm doing something even more special here, Michelle. Caesar Sportsbook. I'm putting a sizable note on the Vegas Aces tonight, minus 12 and a half. Knock off the Los Angeles Sparks. If they cover, I will make yet another donation to the V Foundation for Cancer Research. My winnings will go to the V Foundation, and that is my pick tonight. No one talks about this enough, but the Vegas Aces are one of the most dominant teams in all of sports under head coach Becky Hammond. They are, and I'll be cheering for them tonight because I want them to cover so that you can make another donation to the V Foundation. And you need to text me what you donated because since I lost the trivia competition, I need to make my donation before the end of the show and double what you donated. But I will throw this caveat out there. We just had Mike the Miz, WWE superstar, on the show. He's a noted Cleveland guy, and even he couldn't answer your trivia questions, Aaron. So how am I... A Cleveland novice, just a St. Louis girl, supposed to know the answers to these. It, even the Miz can't get them. Uh, isn't it possible that both you and the Miz just aren't up to snuff? <laughs> I mean, as much smack as the Miz talks, he does a physical thing in professional wrestling. It's not if he was wrestling wrestling mentally. I'm not sure that he could, you know, match up with the likes of me. I'm just saying. Um, that yeah. is tonight's play yeah. of the night. It's time for three and out. Sometimes it's the worst. Worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app, presented by Progressive Insurance. It's time for three and out. First up, Michelle, got to give us some credit. Yesterday. Sabrina Ionescu, big WNBA segment we're doing right now. She came on the show. She then proceeded to take on the Indiana Fever. 
In a game the Liberty won in overtime to go to 14-4 and on the season, 95-87 the final. She had 34 points, six boards, five assists, and I think we deserve some credit for helping inspire her performance. There's no doubt about it, Aaron. That's a real thing. I think she could feel your energy. You gave her all the good vibes needed for her to go out there and have that dominant performance. So if you're a struggling athlete out there, I just want to put this proviso out. Like, we can help you bust out of your slump. Are you a baseball player who's 0 for your last 20 or 2 for your last 36? Triple eight, say ESPN. We will break you out of your slump here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Canty and Carlin presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Go to Progressive.com. That is Progressive.com. Elsewhere, Dodgers and Padres are going to play Major League Baseball's first regular season games ever in the country of South Korea. Now, they open in Seoul on March 20th and 21st next year. I hate to be this guy. What it, is, is baseball's taking some steps, the pitch clock and everything. Should we really be opening the season in Korea? Like, why don't we do this in the middle of the year or at the end of the year? Or at, Why do we need to play regular season games at the end of March? You know what's going to happen. No one's going to know this is even happening, and everybody's fantasy league is going to get screwed up. <laughs> okay, so I'll take it a step further and be more get-off-my-lawn lady over here. I don't like any of the international games. I didn't like that the Cubs and the Cardinals did it in London. I don't like this one. Why are you taking away a game from a good fan base? You know, I know you're trying to make more money, expand the game, expose your stars internationally. Why don't you focus on the fans that you have here? And like you said, things are going good right now. We're loving the rules changes. The game is more exciting. Let's just stick to what we've got going on here in America. I agree with that to an extent. I mean, I think some of the NFL international games are kind of cool. They provide a different. But to, uh, you know, to Dodger and Padre fans, no one's even going to know. Then they're going to come back and do more spring training. And then they're finally going to open the season at the beginning of April, third week of March, baseball is always uh, questionable. Um, one last thing for us. Um, want to mention to everybody, first of all, say thank you to our uh, full promotional team, Michelle, who has helped put on a great day. The ESPYs are tonight, uh, starting in seven minutes on ABC and ESPN SC featured. You got to be able to watch, make your donations, v.org slash donate. This is ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.